Welcome to Thoughts on the Market. I'm Mike Wilson, Chief Investment Officer and Chief U.S. Equity Strategist for Morgan Stanley. Along with my colleagues bringing you a variety of perspectives, I'll be talking about the latest trends in the financial marketplace. It's Monday, March 22nd at 1130 a.m. in New York. So let's get after it. At this point, our V-shaped recovery has become the consensus view. Beyond the fact that the global economy is already back to pre-pandemic levels of output, the combination of effective vaccines and record amounts of fiscal stimulus in the United States have essentially guaranteed a sustainable recovery from recession. As a result, we now find economists and strategists arguing that they have the most optimistic forecasts. While the trend is typically your friend and the consensus tends to be right about 80% of the time, it's probably not a bad idea to start asking how the consensus could be wrong. From our vantage point, there are several short-term blind spots and a bigger long-term consequence for the cycle. First, on the short-term, long-term interest rates have finally started to reflect this very strong economic rebound. This is having a negative impact on valuations for equities, especially the most egregiously priced ones that have benefited the most from persistently lower rates. Meanwhile, the Fed has shown little interest in stopping this move higher in longer-term interest rates, and this has called into question one of the most highly convicted consensus views, that rates can't or won't be allowed to rise. Second, we think the extraordinary policy support for the economy during this pandemic will lead to some supply issues for many companies as we reopen. For example, we are already seeing evidence of this in the various purchasing manager surveys. More specifically, we are hearing concerns about rising costs for materials, logistics, and labor. We suspect this is only the beginning of such concerns as demand comes roaring back this spring for things we have not been able to consume during the lockdowns. Once those restrictions are lifted, however, it's very easy to see how supply may be insufficient to meet the demand in many areas. The bottom line, don't be surprised if companies begin to talk about this more forcefully during first quarter earnings season next month, and this may very well have a negative effect on earnings revisions. There are also consequences for the cycle longer term from injecting so much policy. Last week, we published a note that addresses these risks. Over the past 30 years, economic cycles have been quite elongated, lasting nearly 10 years on average. Much of this has to do with the fact that GDP growth and inflation have been falling over this period. What this means in economic parlance is that supply has exceeded demand in many cases, which means central banks could remain more accommodative and let cycles run longer. With demand exceeding supply now, perhaps significantly, central banks may be surprised by how much inflation they get on the other side. This means a more significant response once they decide it's time to start tightening. The result? A cycle that runs hotter but ends sooner. But don't worry, that's likely not happening anytime soon. However, it does mean we could move from an early cycle playbook to more of a mid-cycle strategy sooner than normal. Sectors like energy, industrials, and healthcare may do better from here, which is earlier than what we experienced in the prior two expansions. It also means small caps start to underperform large caps sooner than normal, which is a big reason we downgraded small caps last week. The bottom line, this cycle and bull market likely have years to run. However, it's running at a faster speed, and that means staying nimble and a bit more tactical with one's equity portfolio. Consider moving more mid-cycles sooner rather than later. Thanks for listening. If you enjoy the show, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and share thoughts on the market with a friend or colleague today. The preceding content is informational only and based on information available when created. It is not an offer or a solicitation, nor is it tax or legal advice. It does not consider your financial circumstances and objectives and may not be suitable for you. 